Welcome to the Making of a Diva podcast. I'm your host, Erica Sherrick. The Making of a Diva podcast celebrates people who have overcome life's challenges and come out on top. Join us each week as we discuss topics of life transitions and empowerment. Life can throw us curveballs that force us to reassess our priorities, relationships, and goals. How we navigate these transitions can make all the difference in our personal growth and development. Topics and discussions are from my experiences and my guest experiences. This is not therapy, nor is anything discussed a substitute for speaking with a licensed professional. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired as we explore the making of a diva. Hi, everyone. It's Erica Sherrick here. Today, we're going to talk about unnecessary worries and letting go of the things that you don't need to worry about. If you are anything like me, I worry about everything. I worry about things that I can't control. I worry about things that I can control. But most of the time, I worry about things I can't control. And for instance, uh, before I went to record this, the internet wasn't working. So I was having a bit of a panic attack because I have meetings, I have all kinds of things over the internet today. And for whatever reason, it wasn't working. So this is where I typically go into panic mode. And I found myself starting to do that. You know, what if the internet doesn't work? What if I can't do the meetings today? What if, you know, then I'm going to be behind? And then, I mean, it just, it just spirals and it just kept going. So I kind of paused a minute and thought, okay, it's technology. <laughs> what do you do with technology? You unplug it and plug it back in. Okay. So I, you know, it took me a while to, to settle down and stop with the, you know, um, the anxiety. So I shut everything down, rebooted the computer and hopefully we're fine. Um, but there's other things that I worry about. I mean, our world today is absolutely crazy from government to shootings to uh, droughts and weather. I mean, it's, it's, if you really sit and think about it, it's completely overwhelming. We worry about, is there going to be enough water? If it rains too much or snows too much, is that going to affect everything? Are we going to be flooded? I mean, these are things that we cannot control. So when I was diagnosed uh, with with stage four, um, obviously I worried about everything. I worried about, am I going to die tomorrow? What's going to happen to my husband? What's going to happen to my business? What's going to happen to my son? Everything just kind of spiraled and it got to the point where I was kind of numb and I couldn't move forward. I, I couldn't think straight because I was too consumed with worry. So one of the things that I learned to do is kind of step back and figure out, okay, what can I control? What can I control? So today we're going to kind of go through some steps and talk about some of the things that I do uh, to get through when I go through my worrying about the world. So 
things that you should know about worry that worrying about things that are beyond our control are simply not worth our attention. If people are talking about you, if people are making things up about you, it's not your business. It's not in your control. You know the truth. People around you know the truth. So just leave it. Excessive worrying can drain your energy, can can cloud your judgment, and it can prevent you from enjoying life, which is exactly what happened when I was diagnosed. I was so enthralled and worrying, and I was just exhausted. I couldn't think straight. And life was just... I mean, I laid in bed. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I could not do anything. I was completely numb. So we're going to talk about some things that we can do here. So the first thing that I did was identify the unnecessary worries. Okay. So become aware of them. So you take a moment, reflect on typical worries and categorize them into two groups. So You've got your worries that are within your control and worries that are outside of your control. So the cancer, it's it's kind of not in my control. So I came to the conclusion that as long as my doctor, you know, said, hey, we got this, it's good, and there's all these treatments, and it'll be fine. As long as she said that, then I don't need to worry about it. So I'm not going to worry until she worries. And it's funny because I tell my clients the same thing all the time when um, when I'm doing their weddings and events, especially the weddings. It's, I don't want you to worry about things until I worry about things. And I never worry about weddings. That's one thing that I don't worry about. Um, so that kind of stuff, I... I let other people worry about that. And it took me a long time to, to learn how to do that. The other one is things that are in your control. So if my schedule is jam-packed, I have the ability to move tasks to the next day. If I have back-to-back-to-back-to-back meetings, I have the ability to cancel a meeting and reschedule it. If there are seven things that are due on Friday, I can prioritize them in such a way that maybe I can I can push out the due dates. So there, are, you have to really identify what's under your control and what's not. Other people are not under your control. You cannot worry about what other people do. That is probably the biggest thing that I had a hard time with because I was that person that somebody's doing something and it's, it's against the law. It's not fair. And I would worry about it. My husband would say, how is this affecting you? And I'm like, well, I don't know. It's making me upset. And he goes, why? And I'm like, because it's not right. And, you know, so it took me really looking at things and how is somebody else's actions or words, how are they truly affecting me? Okay. So the next one is the illusion of control. Many things 
are beyond our control, and we spend an excessive amount of time worrying about the outcomes that are ultimately determined by external factors or other people. You have to understand that while you can influence certain aspects of your life, trying to control everything is not good for you. So um, you've got people that are control freaks. They need to have a hand in everything. They need to control when people show up, when people leave, what everybody's eating, what everybody's doing. You know what? They're stressing themselves out. And if you are one of these people that you have to make sure that everyone's doing what you want them to do at that time, stop. All you're doing is stressing yourself out. If your kid wants to go watch TV in the other room, but you want them to watch TV in this room, just, you know, pick your battles. I I think that's that's the biggest thing with the illusion of control is you have to pick your battles. The next thing we're going to talk about is differentiating between productive and unproductive worry. Not all worries are created equal. Some concerns might make you take action and find solutions, but others are just unproductive. So learning to distinguish between them can motivate you to make positive changes and those that lead to unproductive behaviors. So focus your energy on finding practical solutions and let go of things. Okay. So my computer, I'm sitting here, the internet's not working. I'm freaking out because I can't control it. Okay. So by me getting all upset and worrying that my entire day is now going to be shot because I have no internet, what am I going to do? How am I still going to do everything without the internet? That's being unproductive because I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here worrying and creating scenarios in my head and thinking of all the ways that things are going bad. So instead, pause, think about the situation. What can I do to make this better? The solution that I found was restarting the computer to see if that worked. Luckily, it did. The power of perspective. We all have heard, you know, perspective is reality and, and all this stuff. So your perspective plays a crucial role in determining whether your worry is worth your time and energy. So I want you to ask yourself, will this matter in a week? Will this matter in a month? Will this matter in a year? And a lot of the times you'll realize that many of their worries lose their significance when it's viewed from a broader perspective. So start thinking about when you have a situation, taking a step back, looking at the big picture, and then you can prioritize whether or not you really need to worry about this. Um, Went to the grocery store. I really wanted Roma tomatoes, 
they didn't have Roma tomatoes. What am I going to do? Because I like to have, I, I, for lunch, I have toast with Roma tomatoes, a little bit of bacon and cheese on top. And that's what I eat. And then I'm like, well, okay, well now I'm going to have to get like different tomatoes. I know this is, this is so stupid and it's so ridiculous, but this is how my mind thinks sometimes. So I started thinking about it. I'm like, does it matter? Does it really matter what kind of tomatoes? No, it, it really doesn't. It's a tomato. It's not a big deal. I know that there might be some, some culinary um, experts out there that might differ, you know, might think a little bit differently, but in the overall scheme of things, it doesn't matter. So the next thing is to embrace the uncertainty. A lot of times when you worry about something, it's because you fear the unknown. Um, Accepting and embracing uncertainty is an essential part of living. And you need to recognize that uncertainty can open doors to new opportunities it can help you grow. And most of the time, you might have some unexpected outcomes from it. So instead of worrying about what might go wrong, try to focus on building resilience and adaptability to navigate through those situations. So embracing uncertainty. When we moved from Colorado to Montana, we'd never, I had never been to Montana, but maybe once. And it wasn't the area that we were moving to. And my husband got a job um, in Missoula. And he was, it was a big step for him because he is very, you know, he likes security. And this was a huge, huge step for him to, to get out of his comfort zone, pick up and just move to a city that we had never been to before. So I didn't know what the heck to expect. And, you know, as with anything, you don't know the area, you don't know any people, you're leaving all your friends, you, you just don't know what's going to happen. But when I got there, you know, of course, then I had the initial cancer and I went through chemo and did all that. So I met, I met some fabulous people through um, the hospital and that was that was kind of nice um, in a weird, twisted way. But after that treatment, I had this sense of of I can do anything. And that's when I started my business. That's when I started making all these friends and I have such an eclectic group of friends. It's not just one one group that's all the same. I mean, it's it's crazy. But there's so much that I learned from that experience and sitting there and listening to people and, and being given the opportunity to do things that I love. I would not be where I am and having my business if we had stayed in Colorado for whatever reason. I just, you know, in Colorado, we, we were kind of stuck in this, this rut. Well, sometimes you need to just be taken out of it, thrown into to thrown into the unknown and see if you can sink or swim. So 
it worked. Most of the time, things that look dull and dreary and miserable and unhopeful turn out to be some of the best things that happen to you in your life if you look at it in the right light. Okay. Mindfulness and present moment awareness. So you need to practice mindfulness and present moment awareness, which can help alleviate the worries. Well, what is this? When you bring your attention to the present, you can ground yourself in reality and appreciate everything around you here and now. Some techniques are meditation, deep breathing exercises, and journaling, which can help you let go of worries and finding that inner peace. I kind of do all of this. Um, In the morning, I just kind of, I lay there and close my eyes and just listen to myself breathe before I start the day. Uh, During the day, if things start getting too hectic and I start kind of start being overwhelmed, I will take my shoes off and I will go stand in the grass because it's, I don't know, it just, it grounds me. Um, I love to go to the water and take my shoes off and go stand in water. So it just, there's something about it that um, from what I understand, the earth has energy that goes through your feet and up through your body and rejuvenates you. Whether you believe that or not, that's that's your decision. But that's something that I believe in. So at nighttime, I am that person that at night I'm laying there and my mind races and I have 17,000 thoughts. Um, if I don't write them down, they stay there. I mean, I will, if it's two o'clock in the morning and I get this crazy thought in my head, I will pick up my phone to search it so that I know the answer so that I can move on. I mean, this is, this is my mind. So get a journal and just, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Um, I've got so many journals of things and it's fun to go back and, and read them. Um, if you want to, to see where you were and, and what actually came of, of things. And a lot of the times I'll go back and look and I'm like, wow, I was freaking out over nothing because everything turned out fine. It's all good. So it's just, it's just very interesting, but I take the time at the end of each day and just write down things that happen, things that are bothering me, things that are on my mind that I just need to release. Sometimes when there's a lot going on, I might do it first thing in the morning and just get the ideas out of my head so I can move forward. So just some some things um, throughout the day, just keep in mind. And then the last thing is to create positive habits. Involve yourself in activities that bring you joy. I know a little Marie Kondo here. And it can shift your focus away from some of these unnecessary worries. You have to, you know, work on your relationships, um, pursue hobbies, physical exercise. I know I keep saying physical exercise and self-care, but it's so important. And 
if you fill your life with positivity, it creates less space in your head for worries. So call a friend. And and this goes back to the podcast we had on self-care. Keep connected. You know, just if, if you're feeling worrying about stuff, I have friends that I just, you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stop right now. Um, again, I'm taking a pause and I'm going to go talk to my friend about, you know, nothing. And she'll say, how are you doing? And I'm like, you know what? I just want to talk about nonsense. I just want to, I just want to talk about, you know, tell me a funny story. Tell me something because I don't want to be in my head right now. The, the one thing that I have learned to do is compartmentalize things in my head. So what I do and, and I visualize, you know, this filing cabinet and there's all these papers scattered all over the place and I don't know what to do with them and it's overwhelming. So I pick up the paper, I look at it and if it's something that I need to deal with right now, I put it in a pile. If it's something that can wait, I put it in the filing cabinet. I know this sounds really ooky and weird, but it works for me. And I wait. What what I do is I set a time to let myself think about all the worry. So in the morning, you know, I I get up, I kind of do my breathing and just kind of center myself and figure out what I'm doing for the day. So I start my day. And I tell myself, okay, you're allowed to worry about stuff, you know, at six o'clock this evening, you know, and you have an hour that you can sit there and go through and write down everything that you're worried about and why. And sometimes just by writing it out, it really puts it into perspective because sometimes I'll write about, you know, I'm worried about um, a cake not showing up on time or melting. And it's like, well, you're worrying about stuff that hasn't even happened yet. And it very well may not happen. And you can probably figure out where to put that cake. And and I'm talking about for, for my weddings. I I worry a lot. Say I say, I don't worry about the weddings, but in the back of my mind, I, there's all these little things that yes, I do. But there are things that I can do to prevent that from happening. So, you know, I just I just write everything down, regardless of how trivial it is, regardless of how silly it is. I just, you know, I write down the worry and then the why. And if the why is like, you know, I go back and read it and I'm like, really? <laughs> this is what you're wasting your energy on? Well, that's silly. So... I, you know, and after I, I'm done with that hour, then I go back to my, my positive things. Um, when I was diagnosed this last time, my husband said, you know, the very first thing that I thought was, I'm going to keep going until I can't. And my husband said, well, you can't do events anymore and you can't work anymore and you can't do this. And, and at first I was like, yeah, I know I have to kind of close up shop and, and just stop. But then I sat around and all I did was worry because I didn't have anything else to take up that space in my head. So I literally sat around 
and worried all day long about things that I can't control. So I started thinking about it and I'm like, well, I'm still feeling good. So let's, let's do this. And I got back into to doing work. I know this was like a month that I just kind of shut down altogether. And I work a lot, but it keeps my mind from going to other places. I enjoy what I do. And if I didn't, then I wouldn't do it. Um, a wise woman once told me, which is my, my husband's mother, is she said, when it stops being fun, stop doing it. And that is one thing that I've, I've kind of kept in my head for, oh gosh, 25 years now, that if I'm not having fun doing something and if I'm not enjoying it, I'm going to stop doing it. So worrying about things you don't need to worry about is an unproductive use of your time and energy. So practice adopting a healthy perspective, create positive habits, and free yourself from all this unnecessary worry. Life is too precious to be spent being upset and worrying over things that are beyond your control. Embrace the present, trust in your ability to navigate uncertainty, and savor the moments that truly matter. If you have anything to add to this, in our Facebook group, Making of a Diva, we are talking about worry this week. So uh, join the group and we can, we can discuss if you have questions and if you want to get a hold of me directly, uh, you can email me at hello at ericasherrick.com. And I will talk about something next week. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day.